If you're anything like me, you're not drinking nearly as much water as you should. As much as we want to be healthy, sometimes it's hard to pick up that water bottle full of boring, plain water over and over again. Thankfully, I discovered Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a delicious water additive that has five essential vitamins, three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks, and hydrates two times faster than water alone. I love Liquid IV when I'm traveling because as much as I don't want to use an airplane bathroom, it is so important to stay hydrated when you're flying. Trust me, you'll feel so much better if you do. The packaging is super convenient and you can easily bring your empty water bottle through security, fill it up in the terminal, and add your favorite flavor of Liquid IV. I'm obsessed with the new strawberry lemonade flavor right now, but honestly you can't go wrong with any of them. Liquid IV is made with premium ingredients and is also gluten, dairy, and soy free, which is really such an added bonus. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JUDGINGYOU with no spaces at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code JUDGINGYOU with no spaces at liquidiv.com. Hello, everybody. Hello. My name is Shannon. I'm Alyssa. Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag, Hashtag judging, judging You. And this week, we're judging sons of bitches. We're judging sons of bitches. I'm yeah. judging parents. That's for damn yeah. sure. That's what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Um, today, we are doing another true crime case. You shouldn't be clapping about that, but. But it's fine. A like, lot of people said they liked the last one we good. did. So I'm hopefully they like this one, too. Yeah. This one doesn't like... I don't know. It's really weird because uh, for some reason, John Benet Ramsey boils my blood. Like, right. like I have no idea why. I get so upset about that one, and I think maybe it's just because like she was found in her home. Like, yeah. what the fuck happened? Yeah, and no one is saying anything. Right, they all know what happened, and no one's saying anything. Yeah, so that's like it's that's so fair. frustrating. Yeah, this one could potentially possibly have been the parents, but it could have potentially possibly been something else. So like, I guess I'm not. I don't know. It's it's more of a mystery yeah. than John Bonet. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'm just like Well even like the one that I told you that I want to do in mm-hmm. the next few weeks, everybody knows who did it, everybody knows what happened. Mm-hmm. But just the story behind it, like I cried when Aww. I read her story. Like it, it's very very sad. Yeah. So it'll be Zach doesn't like the true crime cases that I talk about because they like don't have an ending. Like that's yeah, you know, they just know and they're like, I don't like those, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. So. They're fun because yeah. then you, you get to speculate yeah. and say what you think. Exactly. So. Okay, so yeah, um, this one it still infuriates me though. Yeah. Like the, it, this one makes me pretty mad. I'm excited for it. Yeah. The in, next in one. The best way. Uh, the next one I think I'm gonna do is from Australia. So. Ooh, fun. Because okay. that one, oh my gosh, like I I am baffled, baffled. And I I'm normally a pretty I'm 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 pretty pro cop. You know I'm pretty pro cop. Yeah. Unless um, you give me a reason otherwise. Exactly. Like, yeah. I was given a reason otherwise oh, no. in that case. So, so we are going to be talking about Madeline Beth McCain. Okay. And um, I sadly can't tell you too much about her as she was three. Oh no! So <laughs> she was born in. Uh, she was born May twelfth of twenty twenty three. Oh baby! Yes, twenty twenty three. Twenty or twenty uh, t- <laughs> two thousand and three. Okay. Oh my gosh! Sorry. It's okay. Um, and she disappeared May third, two thousand and seven. So, right before her birthday. Mm-hmm. Aww. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Why do we I don't, do this? I don't know. <laughs> but um, her parents, Jerry and Kate McCann, were practicing doctors in the United Kingdom. Um, I didn't look enough to see what they were doctors of. I think they were just physicians, like, you know, yeah. just regular doctors and whatnot. Um, but the McCanns, uh, oh, they also had two other children. Um, they had twins, a boy and a girl, that were two, one and a half, one and a half, two. I can't remember exactly okay. now because I, I didn't write down Is there. Is it McCann or McCain? McC- McCann. Madeline McCann. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if I say McCain, I'm really sorry. It's like, it's, it's okay. yeah. Um, but they and a group of seven friends decided to go on a holiday in Portugal. And the seven friends brought a couple of their children, too. I don't, I didn't pay attention too much to yeah. their kids because, unfortunately, their kids are not the important ones. They're not relevant. Yeah, yeah, they're not super relevant to the story. Um, but they left, or they arrived in Portugal on April 28th for their vacation. So that whole time, they've just been having a great time, you know, in Portugal, doing family stuff, doing their own stuff. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, normal vacation and everything, right? Okay. Um, now, most people, when they're going, you know, to 
an entirely different country Mm -hmm. would normally stay at a resort, right? Right. But the McCanns and the others, uh, they they started calling them the Tapas Seven. Okay. Uh, We'll get there as to why, but they were called the Tapas Seven, or the Tapas Nine if you want to include the McCanns, but the Tapas Seven. Okay. They decided to rent uh, an apartment like a couple apartments or something. From my from everything that I was looking at, I believe that the McCanns had their own mm-hmm. and then everybody else had their own apartments as well. Okay. So or like they were Airbnb like Airbnb style yeah, kind of kind of. But I mean two thousand and seven. Yeah, that wasn't a thing. That wasn't really a thing. No. But um, this apartment complex was right next door to the resort. Like you could actually get from um, your back door into the pool and then to the other restaurants that are right over nice. there and stuff, right? So, it, like, it's it's right there. Like, if it's not part of the resort, it's, you know, it's, it's right there. It's right there. And they decided to rent a ground floor apartment, um, which they uh, called the Waterside Village. Okay. So, yeah, it, it's just an apartment complex. Let's see. Oh, and just down the street from some pretty nice restaurants. Now, during the day, the families would spend time. Um, they would drop the kids off. They'd get up. They'd have breakfast. They'd drop the kids off at the the daycare that they have at the resort and stuff at the kids' club so the kids could play with other kids mm-hmm. and have a good time. And uh, while the parents were off doing, like, tennis lessons or going to lunch together or doing some shopping and stuff, which is pretty normal for, for adults to want to do. Yeah. When you're on a not- family vacation and yeah. stuff you know that's i don't know if i would ever right like i thought about like if we go on a disney cruise like they have activities for kids to do and parents can go do other things but even then like i don't know if i would just want to leave him at a random daycare on a right. cruise ship like or you know wherever yeah. like at this resort when you're leaving the location mm-hmm. i don't like that yeah oh well i i think i'd be okay with like an eight or a nine-year-old yeah because because they they're a little older and like they could they could definitely be like no leave me alone don't yeah. touch me like you know yeah. they could very much be like i'm staying right here until my mom and dad get back thank you very much yeah. you know but i mean three-year-old a three-year-old and a, yeah. and two the one twins. and a half two-year-olds yeah, yeah. like Hmm. But like, why, uh, why uh, take them on vacation if you're not going to take them on vacation? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, the apparently the the resort is like really well known for taking care of the kids, so like they were not concerned in the slightest and stuff. So mm-hmm. like, and I'm not faulting the resort at all in this because okay. they had really nothing to do with it. So, okay. Yes. Uh, oh, and then like throughout the day they would go maybe like pick up the kids for lunch, spend some time at the pool, just hang out together and everything. And um, they would then they had started picking up a routine. Everybody at the restaurant they were going to knew this routine, okay? okay. The parents would, uh, adults, I should say, they're not very good parents. Um, <laughs> they would take their kids to bed about 8.30, you know, or, or 7.30, about mm. the time, you know, little kids should be going to bed and whatnot. Right. About 8.30, they would walk to the nearby Tapa's restaurant for dinner, leaving their children alone in the apartment complexes. No. Yeah. Um, That is neglectful. Yes. But every 20 to 30 minutes, the adults would go back and check on the kids. So they would go and sit at a table, and they would kind of just take turns and go... Do you know how much can happen in 20 to 30 minutes? I'm sure we're about to find out. We're about to find out. But, like, (laughs) no. I don't like leaving... I wouldn't even leave him to, like, go around the corner to the mailbox. Mm -hmm. No. Not in a foreign country. Especially not. No. But, like, even in my own home. Yep. I guess he's five, but still. Yeah. So that's what they were doing. They would go back to the apartment complex to check on the kids. One morning, or the the morning that uh, of Madeline's disappearance, the McCanns were awake having breakfast, and Maddie asked them why they didn't come last night when she and her brother were crying for them. Oh. And the McCanns just kind of looked at each other, and they went, well, shit. I mean, we have to be good parents, so let's just not go to the restaurant tonight, and we'll just stay at home with our kids and stuff and watch them and, and just, you know, spend time together, uh-huh. um, except that's not what the McCanns did. Oh, because they're not good parents. Because they're not good parents. Okay. So. They just said, fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to still do what I want. They looked at each other and said, well, we'll just check more often. No. How about you go to the restaurant and get it to go? Right. And have a good time back well, at the Because they wanted up. to stay and keep getting drinks, you know? They wanted to stay and enjoy everything, okay? So, yes. I, yeah, I said they stayed home with their children. Madeline never went missing the end, but mm-hmm. that's how. 
Yep. They just decided to check on them. So around 7.30 that night, they put the kids to bed. And by 8.30, the McCanns were off to dinner with their friends, leaving the sliding glass door on their ground floor apartment unlocked for easier access to get in and out of the apartment. For themselves and anyone else. Mm-hmm. That's yes. cool. And and uh, I've, got, I've got a picture that I'll show you in just a little bit of this. So... Uh, th- this was uh, on a street where literally anyone walking past, it was not, again, it was not in the gated community locks of the resort. Mm-hmm. It was it's locals walking yeah. past. It was other tourists. It was nefarious ne'er-do-wells walking past. Like, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who, who was just walking past and stuff, right? But the group had asked, uh, and this was a like well-known documented note in the reservation book of the restaurant the tapas mm-hmm. is where they were eating at so okay. um that's why they're called the tapas seven is because the restaurant they were at was called tapas gotcha um and there was a note in it saying that the tapas seven and the mccann's wanted this specific table because it faced the apartment building and they felt it was safer you and keep an eye on it yeah. okay and they said it was 55 meters away that's about 180 feet it looks a lot bigger than that. Yeah. A lot wider than that from, from the picture that I'm going to show you. But um, maybe 180 feet if you took big steps <laughs> kind of a thing. But you could get from the table, if you went through the pool area to get to the apartment complex, mm-hmm. um, you could get there a lot faster. But what the family was mostly doing is they were walking up the street around the corner and then to the apartment complex. Okay. So I don't know if if the pool just didn't have access all the time to get in and right. out. So maybe or that's if you why like they did needed it. a key and they are not resort people. Exactly. So, like from the outside or yeah. whatever. So yes, it was a five to seven minute walk to the apartment complex if you went the streetways. Okay. Mm. That's five to seven minutes of a walk, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. This um not the best picture. This is the Tapas Bar, and I think their table was just kind of somewhere over here. Mm-hmm. And that's where the McCann's apartment was. So they would have to walk all the way up over that way You're to get to it. You're not seeing shit from that table. Yeah. Their, yeah, their apartment the wasn't even... What are you monitoring? The apartment was not even facing the no. table. No. So... I have no idea. That looks gorgeous, though. I know, right? Just saying. <laughs> and that was two, like, or that was just, a, like, a year, or s- a couple years ago or something when that picture was taken. So, it's, I bet it's even prettier or worse. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. Um, but, yeah, the group was actively telling the restaurant staff um, that they wanted to sit there because their young children were alone in the apartment complex. So they're telling random strangers yeah. that this is what's going on. By the okay? way, my children are home alone. Yes, cool. they're just over there. I mean, we go check on them every 20 to 30 minutes, but like... Bet. Right? Great. Right? Okay. When it only takes five to seven minutes to walk over there? Yeah. Fucking watch me. Or like, one minute for them to crawl out into the street, mm-hmm. or who knows what, go out into the pool? Right? Mm. Exactly. <sighs> yep. So, yeah, the McCanns the whole time, every time they're interviewed, made it seem like, no, no, it was completely safe. It's like they were up in their rooms and we were in a garden out back eating. No. That's very different. Mm-hmm. You're not five to seven minutes away if you're in the backyard. Right? Yep. No. And um, you're not leaving doors unlocked. I yeah. mean, yeah, you are because it's your own fucking house, but you're in your backyard eating dinner. Yeah, that's way different. Mm-hmm. It's very different. So, there's that. Now, 9.05, Jerry McCann, the dad, goes to check on the kids. Says all three were fast asleep. Says he remembers um, leaning over Madeline's crib and, uh, or, or bed or whatever, I'm, you know. Right. And just thinking how beautiful she is. Okay. Yeah. And then decided to go back. And on his way back, um, he ran into someone else from the resort that um, they had become friendly with mm-hmm. that, you know, was just staying there and everything. And so they, they were chatting for a good little bit. Okay. Now, Jane Tanner, was who was one of the friends who was visiting with the McCanns, um, she decided to go check on her children at 9.10. And she remembers passing Jerry, who was chatting with a gentleman. Um, but Jerry and this gentleman say they don't remember seeing Jane. Okay. But, which is odd considering it's... It's like the same route. It's, it's the, the same, same street. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. It's whatever. Okay. They say they don't remember. And it could possibly, I don't remember when people come in and out of, like, my own building yeah. that I'm working in. Yeah. Like, I literally went to go say bye to Eddie and he was in the office. And I was just like, where the fuck did he go? <laughs> when did like, he leave? When did he leave? I have no idea. Well, and if you're engaged in a conversation with somebody, too. Exactly. Like, so, yeah, you might not be paying attention. If so she doesn't, that. like, say hey as she's walking mm-hmm. by, then sure. Um, and at this point, she remembers looking up. So she's walking down the street, and there's a little side street that goes, the, like, this way, right? Okay. And she remembers seeing a gentleman who she 
vehemently described as not a tourist. He had to be a local and stuff, right? Just, just from what he was wearing to his his tan skin yeah. to his long, dark hair. Just, you know, that's okay. what she described. She said he, if she saw him walking down the street carrying a little blonde girl in pink pajamas, and she just thought that's so odd that he's carrying this girl. He was carrying her like like this, right? right? But she just thought it was so strange that it was a little chilly out, and this little girl didn't have socks or shoes on. Mm. Just thought that's so odd that you didn't do anything about it. Yeah, she just thought what a weird see what was. a weird parent would not put socks on their children. <sighs> What a weird parent to leave their children unattended at night. Right. I just, just saying. Yeah. We'll get to that yeah. gentleman a little bit later. But yeah, she thought it's just so irresponsible. She also thought it was very weird that this parent was carrying the child. I mean, was she this, sleeping? Yeah. Then why not carry her like a baby? That's yeah. fine, I guess. Right. If she's small enough. Yeah. She doesn't need to be up over your shoulder. Nope. Okay. And, and I'm like, and, and sometimes at that point, it's more of a hindrance. Because yeah. they're slightly bigger than, like, you know, a four-year-old. they're dead weight, they're going to be like, Ugh. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes it's easier to just be like. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Especially if they're sleeping. You just mm-hmm. scoop them up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Anyway, um, but she is adamant. He was a local, not a tourist. Now at as nine. If it matters. Right? Maybe it does, but yeah, as if it matters. <laughs> at 9.30, Kate was supposed to check on the kids, but Matthew Oldfield. Old? Oldfield? Oldfield, I can't remember what okay. it is. I, I think it autocorrected. Anyway, um, was just about to get up and go check on his children, and he offered to just look in on the McCann children, and she thought, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So he went, and he claims that the twins were sleeping, but he doesn't really recall seeing Madeline. Um, How do you not fucking recall? I, a lot of us believe, because he came back to the table and said everything's quiet. A lot of us believe that he just opened the door and listened to hear if there was crying and then just was like, everything's yeah. good. So, yeah, because you would, you would know if a child was missing mm-hmm. from their bed if you looked into their room. Exactly, yep. Mm. But yes. So he comes back and he says, all's quiet. And they thought, okay, we'll just go back to eating, go back to enjoying ourselves, you know. Great. But finally, at 10 p.m., Kate decides to go check on the kids. She enters through the unlocked sliding glass door. She's the McCann mom? Yes. Okay. Kate McCann, yes. Enters through the sliding glass door, notices the bedroom door was left slightly more open than when they had left it. Okay, but so, people have been checking on your children, exactly. so... Which, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, uh, Jerry says earlier, too, that he thought the door was slightly more open than they thought, and I was like... Bro, that literally could have been anything. Like, could have been a draft. Yeah. Could have been... The doors... Some doors just kind of swing open. They, like, hang weird. Yeah. yeah like, it happens. They just kind of do. Maybe Maddie got up, went looking, didn't see you guys, went back to bed. Or like, went to the bathroom. Or, or Yeah, or exactly. She's three. Like, they're pot- they're part of training at three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Usually, girls are usually potty trained by then. Yeah. But she says that she goes to open the door, but a breeze suddenly shuts it. Right at this moment. Shuts the door. Okay. Okay. And she was startled. Because they didn't leave the windows open. Oh. So she goes inside, into the room, sees that the window is open, and that Maddie is gone. But her twins are sleeping soundly in the bed. Thank so, God. like a good mother, she gathers her twins up in her arms, terrified of what is going on, calls the police, and calls for her husband to come. The police arrive. They shut down the crime scene. Mm-hmm. They start investigating. But Kate's not a good mother. So she leaves her sleeping twins in the room where her daughter is missing from uh-huh. and runs back to the tapas bar Okay. to inform everyone that Maddie is gone. They've taken her. They. I don't know who they is, but she was under the assumption that someone had taken her daughter. Okay. Okay. Not that, you know, Maddie's three and can get out of her bed Not, and I'm could wander the, the house, the house like, yeah. or the resort area or... Nothing. She immediately runs... To tell everyone, Maddie's been kidnapped. Okay. Okay. The frustrating thing about all of this mm-hmm. is I would like you to keep in mind a few things, okay? The McCanns were both doctors, mm-hmm. both pretty well-off doctors, mm-hmm. enough to take this nice of a fancy, you know, vacation, vacation. to another country, mm-hmm. yeah. And bringing their children and whatnot. The flight alone, I can't even imagine. Right? It's probably In 2007? So yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh... The thing is, is that it makes you wonder, um, why would they go on a vacation where they were mostly dropping their children off at the daycare all damn day? Uh-huh. Okay. 
and then picking them up only for a few hours, only to drop them off again to pick them up to go take and leave them, to them unattended. Leave them unattended. Yeah. Right? So my question is, why did they not just leave their children in England with family? Yeah. Like, Do they not have anybody? I have like, no idea. What? Not so- sure. Well, they they kept calling um, families and friends after Maddie goes dis- or after Maddie goes missing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Might as well have just left them at a daycare center in right? the UK because yep. UK are so much. Or the daycare center at the resort that does night watching. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. Like, children sleep there, specifically so parents can go enjoy the nightlife. Okay. Yep. Yeah, they could have done that. They could have done that. Mm-hmm. Because they were already leaving them there during yep. the day at the daycare. Yep. So why people are their night? parents, basically. Right? So. And then they literally can just go pick them up and take them to bed. Yeah. At least like, you know there's an adult present. Mm-hmm. Or why did they not hire a nanny who would just kind of bounce back and forth between all? Like, you're, yeah. you're telling me out of the nine of them, they couldn't have afforded a nanny to come and just like, uh, literally, you could have even just been like, just go do your own thing during the day. We only need you to nanny at night. Yeah. Like, go to the pool, do whatever. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy Here's yourself. some baby just, monitors. Yep. Like, something. Yep. Yeah. And then at night, just bounce back from apartment to apartment checking on them. Like, mm-hmm. sleep if you need to, but like, yeah. you know. But, I'm sorry, they were all basically coming back to bed at, like, 10 or 11 anyway. Like, I'm not already up at 10 or 11, you know? Like, I absolutely could have been, like, from 8 until 11 watching children sleep. Yeah. Like. That's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Going from apartment to apartment, yeah. Especially if you gave me the keys. Yep. I'll fucking lock the doors. Like. Keep them in there. mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. I just, or, I don't know, maybe they could have gotten one, because they were all in their own fucking apartments. Why did they not get one apartment? For just the kids to sleep in. Yep. Like. Yep. I just, that's so, it's just so weird to me. I don't, there were so many options that these parents could have taken. And instead they chose to leave their children. Yep. All under the ages of like 10, I believe. I don't, I, I think Jane Tanner, I don't know how old her children were. But you expect me to believe that that was okay with these people? They were just leaving their children unattended yeah, in a foreign like, country. That seemed to be the plan. Like, yep. We're going to go to Portugal to do this. Yeah. Like, so why even why bring, bring your children? Them? Yeah. Right? Other than they would probably have a hell of a good time. But, like... It's true. Like, we... On the vacation we just took, like, we went to multiple beaches. We went to zoos and aquariums. Mm-hmm. Adam's favorite thing was the, like, two hours in the morning we spent at the hotel pool. Oh, it's- That was his favorite part. <laughs> so, I can understand yeah. why kids would love that. So, but- yeah, the kids, you know, they, I'm sure they would love it. But, like, again, yeah, if, if you want to have your cute little romantic, you know, why did you not have you know go do your tennis lessons during the day and stuff and then have your kids at the you know while they're mm-hmm. while you're doing your tennis lessons and everything and then spend the afternoon with them then take them back for the nighttime daycare yeah okay yep. i just especially if it's only going to be a few hours in the evening for you to have some drinks and dinner exactly just have them there yep i get not wanting to transport them but like they're young enough they'll probably go back to sleep oh yeah okay. absolutely yeah. i mean it might be a little harder because you've got the twins and maddie but like you're doing it anyway you're doing so it anyway yeah I don't fucking bring a stroller then. How about that? Like, just, you know, like something. Anyway, but the McCanns immediately after calling the police also called their families and friends back home to tell them that the window had been jimmied open. Um, Okay. You checked that out in this time. Right. And whoever took Maddie came in through the window, came in and out through the window. Okay. But during the police investigation, um, they discovered that no, the window was not tampered with. There was no damage to the window whatsoever. And the only fingerprints on the window and the windowsill were Kate McCann's. Mm -hmm. So either whoever got in was able to just open this window that wasn't locked because I wouldn't blame I wouldn't put it past the McCann's yeah. to not lock a window. Well, the front door or the back door or whatever yep. is <laughs> just open. So yeah, and um, yeah, and they could have worn gloves, I suppose. But yeah, if they're that like, into it, I guess yeah. sure. Just that prepared, right? Oh my gosh! But yes, um, but yes, the pol- the Portuguese police arrived, fully believing that they were dealing with a kidnapping just just or not a kid just a missing child oh, okay. she just was not here we don't she know where she somewhere is somewhere else right okay so they the and the portuguese police i thought were fantastic on this the okay. mccann's will tell you different sure 
but the McCanns can suck an egg. And um, I mean, if you're the parent, like, mm-hmm. and you know, if you don't, if the police don't find your daughter, you're probably going to be upset about sure. it. But. but they said that the police did not do enough, and the Portuguese police proceeded to interview 700 people in a 24-hour time shit. period. They were shutting down streets. They were stopping boats from leaving the harbor. They were um, opening every vehicle. They were knocking on every door, asking if anyone had seen this little girl. Okay. 700 people in 24 hours, right? There were like, and and these officers were supposed to be going home and going to bed. Oh no. They stayed. They were trying to find this adorable, precious little three-year-old. Do you know what she looks like? Let me show you what this little girl looks like. Tell me this isn't one of the cutest little children you've ever seen in your life. Hmm. Right? But yeah, like she's precious, right? And these officers were out there not going to sleep for 24 hours, working overtime to find this little girl. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was after all of that, after, you know, multiple people were coming in off the street asking, how can we help? How can we help? You know, after the McCanns had been through the house, after the top of seven had been through the house multiple times and the top of seven children. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many kids were there. I honestly didn't look. I didn't care about the other people's kids. Not that I don't care about them, but I didn't care. Yeah. So, um, that is when the police were told that Maddie had been taken from her room. Oh, and they then were like, oh, so you mean this is a crime scene? Yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for that, yeah. You could so, have led with any good information. Yeah. So they were just trying to, like, they were frustrated. So they, they then locked down the It's exactly like the, the apartment. Job exactly. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Um, the police, I feel, dropped the ball with that one, but mostly because they were being pressured not to treat um, the Benets. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so stupid. But this one, they just flat out didn't say she's been taken from her bed. They just said she's not here. Yeah. She's gone. We don't know where she is. Yeah. You Let's know? search the bushes. Let's, Let's search. search the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, they were they were doing everything that they should have been doing to find this little girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, That's amazing. They interviewed one woman who was in the apartment above the McCann's, right? Mm-hmm. As they're going along, knocking on doors and stuff, interviewing. And they said, they explained, like, oh, the, they said they were coming back to, to check on him every 30 minutes. And she says, well, I don't think that's possible since the other night they were crying from 10 p.m. until 1145. Aww. So, <laughs> for babies. almost two hours crying. And she was like, I didn't know where the parents were. She, I mean, she didn't want to assume that their parents weren't doing anything. Yeah. I mean, because babies sometimes are just upset. Yeah. And you can they'll sit there cry. for hours and, and, and they'll still cry, yeah. you know. So it's not that she thought that they weren't doing anything, but it wasn't until 11.45-ish p.m., you know, that she heard their door open from downstairs mm-hmm. and the kids stopped crying. Well, and hearing this now, you mm-hmm. can connect to that. Oh, yeah, there probably wasn't a parent there exactly. for that time. Yeah. yeah. So, yes. Um... <sighs> The police also told the McCanns not to go to the press or not to go to the press whatsoever during these critical yeah. couple days because um, the second you start posting that these children are missing, whoever could have taken this child will panic and more often than not kill the kid. Yeah. So or they're going to flee the country. They're going to change their appearance. Yeah. They're going to you know who knows mm-hmm. what. But yeah, we don't want to do the worst of the worst. If only that. Um, the the yeah. frustrating thing was that they also said, not to mention, that Madeline had a eye abnormality. Oh. Um, she had like a, an extra like brown ring in her the middle of her eye or something. Oh, I cool. can't remember. So super cool. Gorgeous on her. Mm-hmm. Okay. It didn't affect her health whatsoever. It made her distinguishable though. Yep. So you can cut hair. You can dye hair. You can change clothes. You can't change a kid's eyes unless you're making them wear contacts, and they're not going to wear contacts. No, not, not a three-year-old. Three no. 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 And I feel like she has a very distinct face, too. She does. Like, yeah. she has very, like, strong features, I yep. guess. I don't know. But they, they said that they were concerned that if the McCanns went to the press, that Maddie would be killed, and they yeah. didn't want that to happen. Well, also, you don't want to give out any details that people can use against you exactly. or whatever. Like, yep. that's always a problem, is posting too much or mm-hmm. telling too much, and then... Yeah. Yep. Um, within minutes of being told that, the McCanns had called the Portuguese news and the uh, UK news and were telling them of Maddie's disappearance. Cool. Um, which, I mean, th- there's always that argument of like, um, do we tell people so that everyone can keep like a lookout? Amber alert style, yeah. yeah. Or do we keep it quiet so that we can quietly find her? It's it's always frustrating. So I can totally see where they would be like, what do we do? Why the right. fuck are you calling the UK? Yeah. She's not there. She's not there. No. Not yet. No. If she is being taken there, she's not there yet. This no. is literally 
within 24 i mean she might you know it's just yeah it's stupid it's ridiculous so it would take a few hours at Mm -hmm. least to get i don't even i don't know uk is small right countries are small over there yes it's just so stupid but anyway so jane tanner the Mm -hmm. friend that went to go check on her children earlier that night didn't tell the mccann's about the man she saw walking with a small girl day until days after maddie's disappearance she didn't for a second go oh my gosh you guys i saw this guy like an hour ago right walking up like, the street hey, this did way. she have pajamas like this mm-hmm. or like that haircut yeah it's a very distinct like bob mm-hmm. dirty blonde hair yep you would know right uh from her description though she saw the girl's feet she didn't see the girl's head she just saw that she was really blonde and that's it like pink pajamas because okay. he was yeah so it was like feet towards her so she just saw blonde and it was kind of dark and just you know right so she finally told the McCanns what was going on, and the McCanns were like, oh, you have to go talk to the Portuguese police. And the Portuguese police were like, oh, let's do a sketch and everything. And that's when she started describing him as very much, you know, not, not a, a tourist. Yeah. yeah. But she claims that she didn't want to believe that that man might have taken Maddie. And even though the McCanns were screaming about Maddie being taken and kidnapped, she just thought Maddie was hiding. What? Just hiding, possibly. Just somewhere in the house. I don't care what you want to or not want to believe. If you have information like that... Even if it leads to nothing, you should be telling people immediately. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. But she also claims that she believed telling anyone that she saw this this man would be more detrimental to her and her family than any help to Maddie. Why? I have no idea. What is the logic there? I have no idea. No clue what she was talking about in that. She just straight up was just like, I just thought it would do more harm to my family than it would be any help to Maddie. A, what harm? Mm -hmm. B, anything is helpful right now. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Right? What? Yeah. So, I have no fucking clue. (laughs) No idea. Yep. Okay. And so, the police were under the assumption that this man had taken Maddie Mm -hmm. for seven years. They were looking for this man. Oh, no. And it wasn't until they started branching out to other countries and started like, you know, hey... Did you, and the, the the sketch artist, it's horrible, but I mean, she she said it was from a distance. It was nighttime. She just described what he was wearing and like, you know. I feel like if I had to describe someone to a sketch artist, I'd be fucked. Yeah. Like I, I'm horrible like, at that. A round face. Mm-hmm. They have a nose. Yeah. Like, um, I'm pretty sure they had two they eyes. They had eyebrows. Yeah. Like it's, yeah I would yeah. be so bad. I'd be, I'd be pretty bad. And I'm an artist and I would still just be like, oh, Especially like someone in passing. Mm-hmm. Like someone who like, if they did something to you and you could see their face. Yeah. And, like, I could see that maybe, mm-hmm. but like this in passing, maybe just random stranger person. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know what they look like. Yeah. So for seven years, they were looking for this gentleman. And one day a family noticed all of this and they said, I think that's us that they're talking about. Okay. So they go to the Portuguese police and they said, we think that's us. We were there at the resort. We were staying at the resort or we were staying close by to the resort. And um, I, the dad was wearing that outfit and he shows them a picture of what he was wearing Mm -hmm. that night that maddie was missing okay okay he was picking up his daughter of course from the nighttime resort watch oh and taking her back he was being a good parent Mm -hmm. that's cool for him and uh showed a picture of like uh, like had pictures of what his daughter had been wearing like the exact pajamas and they matched the description description wow the yeah the sketch artist like everything it just matched all of that and so they were like and you have nothing to do with this he's like no they've been following we this lead for seven for years. seven years okay <sighs> they were also following some other leads as well but like that was like their main thing they were like he took maddie yeah he took maddie yeah Sad. but for a month like the um the mccann's stayed in portugal looking for their daughter staying in the same apartment building and stuff Mm -hmm. um and finally um the portuguese police and the united kingdom decided to send over two police dogs that were trained in the u.s uh at a body farm there's a a couple body farms here in the united states which is really terrible terrible name i know but people will donate their bodies to this body farm and the, the the exciting thing about that, the really cool thing about these, is that um, they put them in different kind of situations to see how bodies decompose, or what happens here, or what kind of bugs will like, and, and it's actually so beneficial mm-hmm. for for uh, just crime scenes training and cadaver yeah. dogs, and, and yeah, and yeah. they they train cadaver dogs, they train bloodhounds. Um, or blood sniffing dogs and stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean, there are exact blood hounds and stuff. Anyway, yeah. blood sniffing dogs and whatnot. So they decided to send over 
Eddie and Keela. Okay, Eddie is a cadaver dog, and Keela is a blood-sniffing dog. Now, Eddie and Keela are award-winning, best-of-their-field dogs. Okay. Okay. Good dogs. Um, These dogs are so good at what they do, they can charge $700 an hour. Damn. They are, like, the top of the top. Okay? So, they decide, we're going to send over these two dogs. Okay. Okay. Now, this was in like the first month that you said it was 25 days after Maddie okay. went missing. Okay, or as far as I'm aware, the, they just said that within the month of Maddie missing. Okay, however, um, we'll get to that. So, Eddie, the cadaver dog, was let into the apartment, and they like they, they've got like these dogs are apparently just like people are just raving about how amazing these dogs were. Mm-hmm. Don't ask the McCanns. They'll tell you that they're oh, wrong. Sure. Oh, sure. So, Eddie alerted to an area in Kate and Jerry's master bedroom. Mm-hmm. Alerted to um, Maddie's favorite stuffed animal named Cuddle Cat, which Ow. she slept with every single night. Oh. Right? Behind a couch in the living room. A blue couch. It was just, they were behind okay. alerting on it. A t-shirt that belonged to Maddie. A pair of pants and a shirt that belonged to Kate McCain. Keela also alerted behind the same couch, uh, and she's the blood-sniffing dog, mm-hmm. came, and both dogs alerted to a rental car that the McCanns rented 25 days after Maddie went missing. Oh, now, no. if that had nothing to do with Maddie, somebody should be investigating this yeah, car. Yeah, what are they <laughs> sniffing? Yeah. yeah. So, and apparently, Eddie was so good at his job mm-hmm. that he was able to smell where a body had been laid for 15 minutes Okay. Two months ago. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, That's a mega sniffer. He is... Super sniffer. ...good at his job. Okay. To the point that police are like, no, he's he's honest. Like, there, there's... He can't be wrong. Right. So, he's been so good at that job. They believe him. And there's no reason not to believe a dog. Yeah. Right? Like, I just don't understand. There's no motive. There's, there's no, no motive. Yeah. They're right? just sniffing and telling. Yep. Yeah. They're doing what they've been trained to do. Okay. Yeah. Now... They took a couple of forensic swabs from the apartment and from the vehicle, and the DNA that came back was positive for Maddie. However, it was just a profile, so it wasn't a full match from my understanding of it. Okay. So, um, it could have been Maddie's younger sister okay. kind of a thing. That's okay. that's the DNA they could have gotten. And the, the McCanns are pretty adamant that their daughter did have a nosebleed in the in the vehicle. Of so, course. Of course. This two-year-old. Yeah. Okay. Just gets nosebleeds all the time, you know? Yeah. The dogs searched five locations and vehicles that the police believed could have been involved, and they only hit on the ones that the McCanns were in. So, there's that. Okay. Um, but the McCanns called the dogs unreliable and Fuck basically you. biased. Fuck you. Biased dogs? Mm-hmm. All they want is treats and yep. pets, you bitch. Yep. They're not doing nothing. Nope. What? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. But um, the McCanns were interviewed by multiple different stations from different countries and whatnot. I think they were interviewed in Portugal. They were interviewed in the UK. I'm not sure if they were interviewed in the US. I didn't pay attention to any of those. Yeah. Uh, but every single one, they were extremely defensive and hostile. Good. So, like, um, one of the UK interviewers asked them, like, well, what about when Maddie said that she was upset that you guys, that she was crying and, and, that, and that you weren't there for her? And Kate McCann responded with, I never said that. And the reporter responded by tapping the police report. <laughs> yes, you did. And said, well, you told the police that. And she said, I don't know if I believe that's in there. And just was immediately dismissive. Like, the one YouTuber I was watching, she did, like, a zoom up of Kate McCann's face. And Kate McCann was just like, like... Okay, Miss Snooty Pants. Right? Yeah. They were very defensive and hostile. Like, just... I could see being annoyed at having to answer the same questions over and over again when mm-hmm. your daughter is missing. Right. If that's yeah. truly the case. But also, like... Yep. Why are you acting like this? Yep. Okay. It was extremely frustrating. Like, they're just, like, they were the ones interviewing over and over and over again. But, yeah, they were just acting hostile and defensive. And more of anything, they were defending their, like, that they're good parents. Their choices. Their yeah. choices. Mm-hmm. That, no, we weren't so far away from di- or from them at dinner that somebody could have gotten into an apartment and taken them from us. Like, yeah. Which, I mean, yes, people have broken into houses while parents are asleep in the next room and taking the children, but I'm sorry, I would have been way more on your side if Maddie went missing while you were asleep in the apartment. Yeah. You know? No, they were just 
having dinner and whatnot, right? So because of all this, because they kept saying a few things that would catch them up like that, the McCanns decided to hire Clarence Mitchell, a public relations professional. And a public pro- <laughs> public relations professionals come in and they spin things. They talk to the media and they coach people who hire him not to stay stupid And they stupid keep shit. your story straight. They keep your story straight. That's yeah. exactly like the Ramses being like, um, can we have the police reports before we talk to anybody? That'd yeah, we need to look at that again. Yeah. yeah fuck you. Yeah. Um, they, I believe, I'm trying to remember exactly how it happened, but I think they took Kate McCann in for another interview and they asked her like 49 questions and she refused to answer 48 of them. Jeez. Yeah. And I'm sure the one she answered is, are you Kate McCann? Right. Like, yeah. you know, so. Like, do you want to find your daughter or right? not? Yeah. So yeah, they hired this guy and the McCanns had this whole, they started a, foundation for funds so that people could donate and everything so that they could pay to have private yeah yeah. to pay for private investigators to come in um to pay for more police dogs to come in to you know so they could do all this stuff and one of the youtubers i watched she broke it down uh, because somebody went and you can see everything that they spent the money on because they have to report what they spent Mm -hmm. the money on and most everything they were spending money on was their own legal fees Mm. so that's basically cool. everyone who's donating money is, is not paying to find the daughter no they're paying to keep uh jerry and kate out of jail for cool. for this reason or that reason or this or that and stuff right cool but there was also a gentleman i didn't write down his name he was a, a millionaire that lived in the uk felt so bad that maddie was missing just so horrible mm-hmm. he was paying for clarence mitchell's fee to be a full-time spin doctor for them so that he could just help them find maddie cool right this gentleman paying out of pocket so that they could find this little girl Sad. and then i don't remember exactly what happened uh anyway the the millionaire got a little upset with what was going on with what clarence mitchell was doing and he just stopped he Good. was just like i'm not gonna Never support mind. this anymore yeah. yeah um so they started playing or paying clarence mitchell from the fund as well now um the McCanns have also written their own book. Kate McCann has written a book about Maddie and oh. everything. And just, she will not allow anyone else to write books about what happened. Right? Okay. She's sued multiple people. Um, she sued one gentleman. And I think they lost that case. And he's countersuing them as of like a couple years ago. I don't know what happened from that. Was she claiming like defamation? I'm not sure. Like- yeah. She just doesn't want... Okay. incorrect information going out there and whatnot so like incorrect to whom exactly so um so i don't even like yeah yeah uh, there's uh, kate's book is apparently horrible the one youtuber i was watching was talking about the book and she says that she has this passage that she read she said out loud what kate had written i'm not going to <laughs> that hurt my heart way too much mm-hmm. it's not something parents should be thinking is happening to their children oh and writing it in a book okay yeah I'll tell you later if you want to hear it, but like I don't want I I, I don't want to tell anyone. Okay. So, yeah. But also in every single interview that Kate McCann did, she brought along Cuddle Cat. Just had this little stuffed animal with her and everything, mm-hmm. which uh, she said used to smell like Maddie, but she had to wash it. No. Yeah. No. Because the dogs had hit on it, and so she wanted to. I'm sure. Get rid of some evidence. So wow. Yeah. So um, there are a couple of theories that have kind of sprung up. The very last one I don't think is plausible, but there's a lot of people that think it is, and I just, I, from what I've seen, it doesn't make any sense. But Maddie was legitimately stolen from her bed, mm-hmm. and since the McCanns told many people of their nighttime routine, it is possible someone had decided to do something nefarious. Sure. Um, even the Tapas restaurant had a note in the books about the group reserved table for that reason. Okay. Mm-hmm. You never know. There could just have been a creep working at the bar. Maybe they were telling random people at the resort what was going on, you know. Which just, is stupid. Why would you so do stupid? that? Yeah, why would you do that? Why would you tell anyone anything about your children? Yeah. Like, other than, oh, yes, she can ride a bike. Yeah. Like. That's all. That's all. Her favorite color is blue. Yeah. Don't that's tell it. them like, that she's sleeping unsupervised in a bedroom mm-hmm. where the door is unlocked mm-hmm. and the window is unlocked. Yeah. Cool. That was jimmied open. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one... I believe happened was um, that Maddie had died from an accident in the apartment while the parents were not at home and the parents are covering it up. Um, th- I, there's no reason, no motive whatsoever as to why the parents would hurt Maddie. Mm-hmm. So I fully believe that she was injured at the apartment, potentially died, and 
uh, especially because the blood sniffer dog sniffed behind the couch. Now, children climb. They can do a whole lot of things. Sure. Maddie could have fallen. She's three. She's upset that her parents aren't there. Yep. She got up, maybe went to go sit on the couch. I don't know. I'm not entirely yeah. sure. She could have fallen, hit her head, bled out and died, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or had a brain swelling and died, right? Like, just anything could have happened. She's three. Yeah. And a little tumble can hurt small yeah. children. And the, the, the you know, uh, the McCanns came home, saw what happened, and thought... Shit. Shit. Yeah. So, um, that's what I believe happened. And um, I don't fully know how to explain the cadaver dog hitting on a rental car that they rented 25 days after Maddie went dis- or, like disappeared. Yeah. Other than they knew where her body was. And now that they had a vehicle... And they felt it was safe enough. It had been long enough, mm-hmm. yeah, that they moved it. That they moved her body. Yeah. So, yeah. But, like, I wonder where they would have kept it if, like, police and everybody were, like, searching the Suitcase? area. You know? But, uh, maybe. I don't Why know. Why would they be checking their the family suitcases? Did they hit on the suitcases? They hit on a scent in the McCann's room, mm. which could have been Maddie in a suitcase. Sad. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That's another thing, like, along with Ramsey, we're going to be referring to that a lot. But, like, even if it was an accident, how do you take the steps to do whatever they did to JonBenet or put your daughter in a suitcase Mm -hmm. or hide her body or whatever? I have no idea. I never could. I think I would turn myself in. I get feeling panicked that you made the choice to be drunk with your friends and not attending to your child. Mm -hmm. I get that. But I don't know. Yep. Like. No idea. Um, but that's what I, I believe, allegedly, that is what I believe happened. <laughs> because the McCanns will go after fucking anybody. So, yeah. yes, that is what I believe happened. Um, I think, again, I fully think it was an accident. I don't think the parents had any reason to harm Maddie for any reason. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, one of the, or a couple others, is that another family called the Smiths, I don't know much about them, claimed that about 10 p.m. they saw a man carrying a small child towards the beach. And from the sketch pictures that they had, like, described to the police, if you overlay the two of them, they look very much like Jerry McCann. Oh, no. But he's also a white guy. Yeah. In another country. Who knows? You know, like, and um, there's a scientific study that if you're constantly around these people Mm -hmm. um, of your same kind of, like, nationality, or if you do go to another country and you're around those type of people, you can start picking out the distinguishing characteristics. Mm -hmm. But if you... This mass of people... Yeah. yeah. That you've, like, oh, I'm going to Japan for the first time. They're all going to look exactly the same to me. If I go to Germany for the first time, they're all going to look exactly the same to me. Mm -hmm. If I go to Mexico for the first time, they're all going to look exactly the same to me. Like, and I hate to say that, but it's literally, it's it's just, we're not immediately picking out. Well, and I've heard people say that about Mm -hmm. white people, too. And I'm like... There's so many different, like, different eye colors, mm-hmm. different hair colors. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. But it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure it would be a lot harder if you went somewhere where everybody was blonde and blue-eyed and, yeah. like, you know, or if you went somewhere where everyone was tan with dark hair and, like, yeah, you like, know. Like Asia or mm-hmm. Mexico, where yeah, they exactly. do have similar mm-hmm. skin and hair color for the yeah. most part. And if you're not, like, staring at people. Stranger. You know, yeah. like, yeah. Like, it's, yeah. So, but they, some people think that Jerry had come back to the apartment and um, taken Maddie, or he had found Maddie dead at 9.05, mm-hmm. um, taken her to the beach and just threw her into the ocean and then was on his way back. Or saw Maddie dead, was going to head back, potentially maybe get Kate, I, nobody knows, but then just stop and chat yeah. with someone. For- a while for a while yeah, and then no. just like and then go back this the the timeline just doesn't match you have with, to have the blackest of black hearts mm-hmm. to do that to do that There's yeah. no way and i don't think i don't think anyone could do that like i just no plus but, the person that was supposed to check on them next like if he had left her there or something mm-hmm. like he would have not wanted them to go check on exactly children, you know yeah and it's just the timeline just doesn't match for yeah. that. So, but I fully believe scooping Maddie up and putting her in a suitcase and then sprinting back to the apart or to the to the restaurant mm-hmm. and screaming about how my daughter's been missing. Nobody's mm-hmm. gonna check your own. And they suitcase. have their own apartments, mm-hmm. so she and what's his face can figure out whatever they need to mm-hmm. once everybody's yep separate or gone or whatever. Yep. But yeah, I I fully don't believe that. If, if she is in the ocean, if they did dump her in the ocean, they didn't dump her that time. They didn't yeah. dump her at that moment. Yeah. Which is so sad to think. But yeah. Another one is that Maddie legitimately wandered away. Mm-hmm. She's three. She woke up, didn't know where her parents are, 
saw that the back door was unlocked and left. Yeah. And maybe somebody scooped her up then, but... Who knows? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they never found a body, right? No, they have no idea. Um, The last one that I think has no real... People are just... You hear about a pedophile and you immediately think it's them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, Sir Clement Freud... The grandson oh. of Sigmund Freud oh, yeah, okay. had a villa just a few hundred yards from the McCann's apartment in Portugal. Mm-hmm. Um, he was accused uh, by many women of being a rapist and a pedophile. Okay. Um, he had the McCann's over to his house two months after Maddie went missing. And Kate remembers it fondly. And he said that it was just horrible how the media is portraying them to be these horrible, awful parents and stuff. And she just remembers how delicious the food was and, and blah, 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 okay. blah, blah, Right? That's weird. But I don't think this is really plausible because, like, what was he doing? Prowling the yeah. night? I mean, this, if he was in the restaurant. Possibly. Or if he had seen them coming and going without yeah. their children. Possibly. But... Yeah. Yeah, um, but the other thing that doesn't make any sense to me for that is that, yes, while he was a pedophile, um, most of his victims that had accused him were all in their preteens. Hmm. They were, um, you know, 12 to, to 15. Not three. So, not three. Yeah. So, which, I mean, um, there are plenty of people that, I'm trying to remember, it's not, a pedophile is someone who's, like, prepubescent or whatever, and then there's another file that I can't remember what it's called. They just lump everybody in as a pedophile, yeah. which they are. They're they're looking at underage children. Yeah. That's what it is. But like, um, there are people that are like, no, I would never touch a three year old. That's disgusting. You know, like yeah. and just but, a fourteen year old. Yeah, just That's a fourteen year old. She's yeah. becoming a woman. Like it's just yeah. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. gross, gross, gross. But yes, that's that's you know like he, none of his victims had come forward saying that they were three or four or seven or anything. You know, all of which. Or the majority of which, I don't know, maybe there were some that were younger and just didn't come forward or didn't remember. I'm not sure. Well, especially because the other children were also uh, not being watched and they were Mm older-ish, you know. Maybe. Yeah, exactly the ages, but. So, yeah. So those are all of the theories that are out there. And that's the the sad disappearance of Madeline McCann. So, um, oh, and the last thing I wanted to mention is this last year, um, a girl came forward claiming that she believed she was Madeline McCann. Mm-hmm. So they did a DNA test and they, I don't know, it took forever really? to get that fucking test back. It was like a month and a half or something. It was ridiculous. And I okay. was like, I don't know. Um, and she's not. So. She's just some girl who's either seeking attention or delusional. So uh, yeah, I wonder like if she wasn't seeking attention, like what led her to believe that? I'm not sure. Like, were you adopted? Yeah. Were you like a white person in the Portuguese family? Uh, and like- from I, I don't remember the pictures exactly, but like they had her face next to Maddie's, and I was like, even a three year old would like even a three year old. I can tell you didn't look like yeah, you know yeah. So I mean, I don't entirely look like myself as a three year old, but you can tell that you was me tell. as a three year old. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. So, Portuguese police fully believe that um, Maddie is no longer with us. So, and that they, she hasn't been for possibly the whole time. I so. just want to know where she is. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Again, that's another thing I'm asking. Pearly yep. Gates. Yep. So. Good. We'll definitely get out that Ouija board. Yep. That's the only time I'll ever do it, is to contact you if you die first. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm not touching it otherwise. Yeah, we need a code word. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Why do we do these? They're so interesting, but it sucks so much. They're really sad, yeah. So, I mean, if you guys want me to do one where, like, there's a conclusion, where there's actual, like... I mean, that's not less sad. It's not, yeah. (laughs) But, like, but some people are like, oh, but they like knowing there's justice served or something, you know, so... True. Yeah, that's what Zach likes. He likes knowing justice was served and stuff, Weird the cop thinks that. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Yep. Anyway, tell us what you guys think below. If you have any other theories or if you have any other information that I didn't mention. Yeah. Or suggestions um, for other cases. True crime cases. I'm more than happy to look into them. Mm -hmm. So they're fun. Yeah. I mean, if we're just going to become a bitching about. Am I the assholes in true crime cases? <laughs> I'm going to watch a movie. Yes, okay? okay. You're going to do it. I'm going to do one too. I shouldn't so. promise that, but I it's want okay. to. <laughs> I'm having fun with these true crime ones. So if everybody is going like, through phases mm-hmm. now or something, I don't know. That's good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I have one that I want Just to do too. So. Always kind of been spooky bitches. So it's that's, true. Yeah. It's true. So what are you going to do? Mm. True crime sells. Yes. So yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not why we do it. Yeah. You do what you love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. True. This this is my, like, bread and butter. I watch this shit all the time, you know? So, shout out to Stephanie Harlow. That's where I get most of my information nice. from. And Google, you know? I like, but, um, I think her name's Bailey Sarian. 
Yeah. She's really cute. Does she do the makeup? Yeah. Yeah. I like her too. Yeah. She's good. Um, But yeah, if you like really in-depth things, Stephanie Harlow's the way to go. She literally, like, yeah, she does, um, like, cults and stuff, too. And, um, yeah, and she goes, like, way deep in. Like, most people will be like, Charles Manson was a cult leader who convinced his followers. No, I want details, bitch. She goes, Charles Manson's mother was born in, like, (laughs) and Charles Manson was raised by a single mother and by his grandparents. Mm -hmm. Like, just, you know. And so she goes into, like, in-depth of what she thinks people, like, you know and there were things that i learned from her about charles manson that i was like he was friends with the drummers of the um crap not the monkeys um the beatles no the beach boys i think oh he was friends with the drummer best buddies wanted like it was trying to get into the music business himself was trying to become famous i mean they did say he was very he was so he kept his followers so high out of their mind constantly he had the women fully believe because the whole helter skelter nonsense Mm okay um this is way too long i can't go into the full (laughs) charles manson thing we would be here for days okay but like he had them believed with the helter skelter that there was going to be this race war that the that the black community was going to rise up and murder everyone else mm-hmm. but that they were too stupid and would start fighting each other and killing each other off okay, okay. That, charles manson's words and like <laughs> do not quote me so and he had his followers his little cult little little family okay yeah. fully believed that they were out in the desert. He moved them all out into the desert, okay? Mm-hmm. So that they could find this underground city that they were going to be living in mm-hmm. for like a hundred years while this race war was going on above them. And that the women were going to turn into fairies and grow fairy wings and stuff. And the women were so drugged and high that they were they would just wander around and be like, oh my gosh, I can, we're so close to the city. I can feel it. My wings are already starting to sprout mm-hmm. and stuff. It's crazy what people will believe. Mm-hmm when they're in that situation. Right. And like, you fully think, no, that's drugs. not going to be me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not going to be me. That would not be me at all. I'm watching a documentary right fucking now of these kids that were in college and one of the girls' dads got out of jail and was like staying, crashing on their couch and stuff, but they believed that he was a whistleblower and that's why he was arrested and put in prison because he was calling out injustices and that wasn't cool and stuff. So they just thought he was this guy who was trying to do what was right and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He's crashing on their couch. He's doing their dishes. He's making them dinner and stuff and giving them good advice. And they thought, this guy is just so great. He's so Mm -hmm. smart. He knows what he's doing all the time. He's so smart. He's never wrong. Everything he says is correct. And Mm -hmm. I'm clearly doing something wrong if he thinks that I am. All I want to do is impress him. All I want to do is impress him and have him like, yeah. Get praised by him. Yep. Yep. And that's and that's steps. how easy it is. That's how like mm-hmm. these 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 college kids were just utterly taken in under his spell. Yeah. And it's on Hulu. It's really good. It's uh, Stolen Youth. It's nice. Yeah. It's sad, but like yeah. Well, like I was gonna say, um, I know you haven't seen Moon Knight. But there is um, a the bad guy is like basically a cult leader, mm-hmm. and he worships Praise like Joe. yes, exactly. Oh, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, so he's like a cult leader, but he takes the main character guy through like this little, basically city that they have for all of the followers, and it really is like. We give them meals. Mm -hmm. We give them a place to stay. We give them family. They have community. And, like, there's part of me that's, like, I can understand. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're a homeless person Mm -hmm. or if you just are depressed and you've lost your way and you don't have connections with your family, like, you're seeking those things Mm -hmm. out. It is not surprising at all. It's not, yeah. That people fall into that so easily Mm -hmm. when it's just presented on a silver platter. Yep. It's, and it's, it's, these people also, like, these cult leaders, make you feel like you are the most important person in the world to them. (laughs) They sure do. They sure do. They sure do. And, and it's, it's, it's so easy that it can start like that. You know? Mm -hmm. And, it's it, it, you just be vigilant be absolutely fucking vigilant because you think it can't happen to me it can it really fucking can their whole point of their existence is to make people love them mm-hmm. and to be impressive and to and to provide for them uh-huh. so they don't ever have to do fucking anything again mm-hmm. like it's just do their work for them mm-hmm. and yep yep <laughs> That's exactly what they want to do, the fucking narcissistic bitches. Yep. And, and they're just, it's insane. They're all insane. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's, yep. Yeah. So, yeah. if you don't think it can happen to you, it can. It absolutely fucking can. Yep. So, anyway. 
That's our PSA. That's, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and from disappearance of an adorable little UK girl to cults. Ranting about cults. So. I was yeah. going to say, though, along with the um, the YouTuber you said that gives, like, a lot of in-depth oh, yes. details and mm-hmm. stuff, I really do appreciate that. And that is why I also really love, little plug here, mm-hmm. listening to Morbid podcasts. Oh, they yeah. they do true crime, and mm-hmm. they go super into detail. Like, Tony and I just listened to one that was a five-part episode. Oh, wow. And, like, each of them was, like, an hour, hour and a half. Oh, I love those. Yeah. yeah. Stephanie Harlow, like, all of her videos are, like, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And I fucking, like, that's just, like, I, I just devour them. Yep. I love them so much. Like, especially when I'm crafting, that's what I throw on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm either listening to Smut Fairy audiobooks <laughs> or, or Stephanie Harlow. <laughs> Nothing in between. It's either true crime or smut. <laughs> that's cool. But, like, the plot is so good. Like, I don't sure. listen, I, I don't read. You listen to it for the plot. I listen for to the plot. Sure. I really don't care. Like, there's so many times, though, that I'm listening to these books, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, get over it already. Like, get on with the chapter. Okay, but also, you continue to seek out smut. But that, it's not the smut I'm seeking out. I'm seeking out the good plots. There are other plots and romance books that aren't smutty. Yeah, and I read those, too. Sure. So, like... <laughs> We've derailed. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we haven't seen each other in like two weeks. Yeah, so it's been a hot minute. Yeah. Wow. We're okay. crazy. So. <laughs> okay. We love you. We love you. Have, Have a good time. time.